Hello and welcome. This is Chris Marquardt. You're listening to Curiously Polar, the podcast about all things very north and very south. And with me, as usual, is Henry. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, a bit depressed after the last episode where we talked about the, uh, the, the, the unprecedented melting of Greenland, which, again, I can only... if if, if Listeners are out there who have not listened to that yet. Go and listen to it, especially if you are concerned by the uh, by the news uh, by the news um, items that you've seen in late July, early August, because um, the Greenland is melting at an unprecedented rate. And yeah, it's something that um, we we were trying in that episode to give it some perspective. I think it's just a hoax. There is no climate change. It's just—it's like the moon landing, right? It's just yeah, a hoax. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, no, nobody, please cut that out and use it without any context. No, it's not a hoax. It's happening. Um, yeah. Um, anyway, today we are uh, steering away a bit from the doomsday uh, scenarios and uh, look into the past. We're still st staying with Greenland because Greenland is important and Greenland, Greenland is one of the... Uh, I read recently that someone called Greenland the air condition of the planet. It is indeed, yeah. So Greenland has an important function. It's not just there, it's beautiful. It uh, it cools us down. And Greenland is just an amazing place, beautiful landscape, has a very rich history and... It's kind of the limit of the possible um, tourism. So what's possible in tourism? I think that's pretty much at the edge of it. Unless unless they pick up the North Pole, <laughs> North Pole uh, cruise ships again. Yeah, but then um, again, it's um, um, going to the North Pole is probably the same um, kind of tourism planning than going to Greenland. You, you have to have um, a capable ship which is um, capable of the conditions over there and you don't have much around it. So you, you basically have no infrastructure and that's mm -hmm. um, pretty much the same condition, yeah. That, that's that's one of the things that struck me when I went to Greenland that um, you have to be prepared for everything. You can't, uh, in, in many places, you can't just be rescued um it's uncharted waters it's uh far out there's uh there's not an easy way to just get you to a hospital if you have to so uh, it's really far away <laughs> and it's a little bit different when you just have lost luggage just like basic things when you just travel by plane you have lost luggage you bought a ship it, um it helps to to plan a day a buffer day <laughs> just to make yes. sure that that if you miss a connection that you will not be stranded because your ship is gone. But it's also, when, when you just <laughs> lost your luggage, uh, in other places, you just enter the next shop, you just buy uh, some new clothes, and then you're safe for two or three days or a week. Uh, like in Longyearbyen, you can just go into the shop and you just will find the, the most necessary items. That's a little bit different than Greenland. You don't find many places where you'll be able to do that. The, the many of the settlements are just very simple. Yes. Um, you might be lucky if you find a supermarket somewhere that has uh, the basic groceries, but... Try to find a whole set of clothes. <laughs> it's indeed very difficult. Um, okay, so um, history of Greenland. Um, how far do you want to go back? 
to the very beginning. <laughs> <laughs> In the beginning, God created what, what the do you, earth. What do you know about the about the the, the people living in, in Greenland? So, what what kind of people are living in Greenland nowadays? Um, seal hunters. All right. So, at least uh, in, in the in the uh, smaller villages, uh, a lot of uh, Danish people. Okay. Mm. Tourists. <laughs> well, they don't live there. They come there. They they. Okay, you mentioned two it. two of the most important uh, groups: the seal hunters and the Danes. Um, mm. What are the seal hunters? What are they called? Um, are they mostly the Inuit? Yes, exactly. Okay. That was the term I wanted to refer to. <laughs> so, we, <laughs> thank you, Mister Teacher. <laughs> we, have, we have about eighty percent of Inuit and a little less than twenty percent of uh, Danes, and then you have um, some other nationalities, uh, yeah, people who just moved there. And uh, and, and, so and seal hunting is, uh, I believe, still the main uh, thing that the, the Inuit do there. Isn't it? Well, it, it's not, and we it's could not. actually have a, a, another episode just about that, <laughs> how that changed since the 80s when uh, Greenpeace started that campaign on uh, Canadians who commercially just uh, killed little uh, fluffy white seal babies. And um, this is nothing that's happening in Greenland. That was a very effective campaign back then. I remember It was that. a very bad campaign, to be honest, because it just... Um, uh, stigmatized uh, a group of people which has never done that but yes. was depending on that small income so they hunting on a completely different level and different uh, ways at uh, different animals actually they don't hunt those uh, th those white little fluffy sea ba uh, seal babies they are actually protected and no seal hunter would um, kill them because this is just like you are just cutting the hand that's feeding you, and uh, that's something they never would do. On the other hand, in, in, in Canada, those seal hunters, they just used to hunt those uh, seals just for the fur. They were just ripping off the fur and the skin and uh, left the rest um, just laying around, and Inuit wouldn't have done that. They are just using every single piece of the animal. Mm -hmm. It's part of their lifestyle. However, that's a different, uh, different this topic. This is not different the episode, episode about seal hunting. This is a history episode. Um, uh, let me ask you the most obvious question. Why is Greenland called Greenland? <laughs> I mean, this is, it's, it's not green. It's not very actually, green. It's, um, that's a question scientists don't have a proper answer to. It's, uh, <laughs> there, are, there are two stories um, about that. One is that's the biggest marketing uh, gag in history that the Norse settlers coming from uh, Iceland just went over there and wanted to attract this new uh, settlement to uh, possible um, follow-ups and just named it Greenland to um, come over. The other is that when uh, Europeans slash Norse settlers came over to Greenland, the place was much warmer than it is today. And uh, by that, also greener. And when you go down to the south of Greenland, close to Nasasuak, where the um, the the old settlement um, used to be, Brattakleith, in, uh, in, in the area there, then you see a lot of green flourishing during the summer there. So it's it's a it's a nice place to to set a foot on land. So it might be that just because it was warmer, it was also greener, and by that just became that name. Because now something no one is really sure about. 
because because now when you <clears throat> when you go to Greenland, at least the places I was, um, the, the vegetation is most mostly some moss, some lichen, and well, that was it. But it's it's also uh, a question: where do you go in in, in Greenland? I mean, right. it's a, it's a it's a vast coastline. You have a, a big stretch um, around that island. It's the largest island in the world uh, world by far. So, is it? Uh, why is it still an island? Why is it not a continent? Um, the continental socket makes it. So when you see um, Australia, for example, Australia has a continental socket, a plate on its own. So it's rather a continent than uh, oh, an island. It has to be on its own tectonic plate, so to speak. Exactly. So Greenland is on the American tectonic plate, on the North American tectonic plate, okay. to be um, precisely. So it's not an uh, not a, not a continent, but an island. Okay. All right. So... Um, yeah, when when you look at those um, on, on those coastlines, then you have different um, different possibilities to go ashore. So you, you barely go ashore where you have those deep cliffs. You rather go somewhere where it's green, flourishing, where you can just farm. Because the the people who came there, the North people, they have been farmers and fishermen, and of course they are looking for similar surroundings, um, so they can just farm um, just around their their houses and uh, don't have to go that far. So um, when you nowadays as a tourist um, go to Greenland, then those are probably not the places you're looking for because you want to see those huge icebergs, those huge glacier fronts and uh, whales and so on. And this is a different kind of setup you are looking for than the settlers looked for. So um, your first impression of Greenland will be a different one from <laughs> what they have. Very true. That's but you can very still, logical. You, you, but you still can go there. Um, there are amazing hi uh, hiking routes um, in, in Bratakli. There's a nice um, little fjord where you can just uh, kayak from pretty close where this uh, settlement used to be to a glacier front um, in, in, in the area there. So you still can experience the green areas of Greenland and uh, still have uh, a nice holiday in, in Greenland. Okay, so so the, uh, the, the marketing idea is possibly a myth. <laughs> Probably yes. I, I still think it's uh, it didn't work like that. I kind of like the story though, because you know, there's Greenland on the one hand, and then there's Iceland on the other hand, which has some very green areas. It was um, much much greener at the settlement time, by the mm -hmm. way. Uh, so so Iceland was much warmer, but then they experienced those harsh winters. And um, there's also the story that um, Floki, uh, Rappen Floki um, just went up a mountain in that winter because he lost all of his livestock because it was so cold. And he was just looking for some green bits and pieces in the countryside and he couldn't see anything but white. And that's why he came up with Iceland. That's uh, also part of a story. So when uh, when was Iceland settled? I mean, that, that implies that originally it wasn't settled. There were no people there. And then when, exactly. when did the first people show up? Iceland um, is the last part um, in, in Europe which was uh, settled and the first people um, probably discovered it uh, very, very early in, in, in human time. But um, the first settlers are uh, set to set foot on Iceland around 870, um, 900. So that's uh, the time we're talking about. Current excavations um, imply that that might have been a little early, around 800. Okay, and and who settled it? Uh, north, north, um, uh, yeah, north people like from from Norway, from from Denmark. They um, barely came straight from Norway. They usually came through the British Isles and Faroe Islands, 
and then just um, hopped over to, to Iceland. <laughs> hopped over as if... Yeah, I mean, it's a long stretch when you go straight from, from Norway. It is, So yeah. um, it's understandably. But when you um, look at the genome of, um, of Icelanders, then you have also a lot of Irish, a lot of English, mm. a lot of Scottish okay. um, genes in there. Because that's where the the north um, settled in between. So you have some settlements in the north of Scotland and in Ireland. And of course, then they just had um, Irish women or Scottish women. And um, they, yeah, they just brought that further uh, into Iceland as well. So a lot of Vikings going there. Um, did they did they have a little stopover in Iceland, or because that's kind of half halfway, more than halfway, two thirds of the way over? When they're on their way to Greenland, yes. Uh, no, actually, they settled in Iceland, and uh, then there was actually no big intention to go further west um, because there was no idea of what's further west. Mm-hmm. Um, so the main routes were just going back to to Norway. The the trading routes were going back to Norway or to the British Isles. Um, what happened then is that Eric the Red uh, just killed his neighbor and uh, just got banned from Iceland, and he just uh, flew with his family on uh, on a ship, and some some people just followed him, and he was just setting for to Greenland. So he would just sail west and uh, just found that place where he settled, and he just basically um, yeah formed the first settlement of uh, Norse people in in Greenland in the south of Greenland. Uh, close to Bratakli, where it's called uh, the East Settlement, even though it's in the southwest. And uh, some sailed a little bit further um, north towards Discobukt and um, founded a place which is called the West Settlement. Okay. So, uh, what comes next? So, actually, that's in the middle of the of the story. Oh, it goes this even further back. Okay, okay. That's that's not the that's not the settlement of, of of Greenland. That's the north part of the settlement of Greenland, and that's quite late. Actually, we are talking here about um, very very late in that time. Let's go back two thousand five hundred years before the current time. Oh, okay. So it's it's around five thousand four and a half thousand five thousand years ago that first humans set a foot on Greenland and they came over from North America and even further from um, Russia. So there there is or from Asia there there there, there are um, signs that there has been a big track coming from uh, Asia to North America and then they stretched from what's nowadays Alaska, to northern Canada. And then, because the sea was frozen, made it to North Greenland. Oh, that, that was my next question. So they, they didn't take boats. They um, they most likely just walked over. Yeah, that's uh, that's the theory right now, mm, yes. Okay. Um, there, there have been at least five different um, cultures which um, have been... Um, settling in Greenland, so we we are talking about uh, different time spans, and um, that's quite interesting to see how um, how how many different cultures lived there at the same time, for example, with the same background, but also um, to see that some of them just disappeared. And uh, when we see, for example, um, the the very first. Um, people they settled in, uh, in in Greenland, which is called uh, the Sakak people. They just came two thousand five hundred uh, years before our time, and they just and, and they lasted until nine hundred uh, years before our time. That's the longest stretch ever 
have been settled in in Greenland until now. No other culture has settled there for that long. It's a very long time, yeah. It is. And uh, they just disappeared at a point. But parallel to that time, there was a second um, group which just stayed up in the north around an area which is called Independence Fjord, which is separating Pyrland from uh, the northeast of of um, Greenland. So that's why they are called Independence uh, One, because there have been two different periods of time where people settled up there. And the Independence One people, they just came around 2,400 years before our time and just set it up north and just up north there in the area. And they just disappeared um, from the fjord, from the Independence Fjord area, rather quickly, around 1,500, 1,400 years of our time, and moved further south on the, north, uh, on, on the east coast of uh, Greenland. And then they just vanished around 1,300 years um, before our time, completely before then uh, a third um, group of people just came into the same area. But between those two different independent one and independent uh, two people, that's two different cultures, we have around, yes, six, seven hundred years um, where no one settled up north there. Okay, so the the why did they disappear in the end? Do we know that? No, that's something that's um, mystery. highly debated. Exactly, so it's, it's not. It's not really sure. Um, I think because they lasted a long changes. time. They uh, at that point, you would think that they would have figured out how to live there, or yeah. What What are the assumptions? At least climate change. The, some assumptions are connected to uh, climate change. Yes, that it got um, too cold for them to survive there. That's the reason why they moved south. Um, that they just couldn't adapt. Yeah, but it's it's really still um, not clear. Mm -hmm. Okay. And what's also interesting is when you look at the map of Greenland, you have um, a couple of cultures parallel to each other. Um, you have the Sokak people and the Independence One, which almost lived, um, they, they lived at the same time. Uh, the Independence One people not for long, uh, that long like the Sokak people, but they lived... Um, along each other, one in the north, one in the south. They they didn't really uh, had any contact with with each other. They didn't um, had any kind of uh, yeah, of inter inter interconnection, but they lived along each other. And when the Sakak people uh, disappeared and vanished, then uh, another group of people just came in um, into play, and that was the Dorset culture um, they are named after a place in uh, canada um, cape dorset where the first one was um, excavated from from that period and they basically came in at the end of the sakak culture um when 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 they um started vanishing and uh, just stepping back they the dorset culture just came in another group of people just from North and Canada walking over to Greenland and settling in pretty much the same area like the Sakak people, just much further spread. And then the Dorset, um, they actually lasted until mm, 700, um, year 700 of our time. That was the early and the middle Dorset. The, so the, the Dorset people are intersected in three periods. And the later Dorset, they just moved further north. So it, it 
apparently was much warmer at that time in Greenland. So they moved north and followed the ice, followed the ice edge, because that's where they started to learn hunting. They were dependent on um, marine mammals connected to the ice edge. So they actually settled in the northwest, and when they vanished, uh, a new group of people came in, the uh, Thule people, named after the place Thule, Hanak, in uh, north um, west Greenland. And they actually are the predecessors of nowadays Inuit. So nowadays Inuit are uh, thought to be the... Um, yeah, just the same type um, of people um, than the Tule. Yeah. Okay. So does that make sense for you? Well, yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm every time I, I hear about this, I'm piecing together more pieces of that puzzle. So um, this is interesting. Um, is that a big too big of a jump, or can I ask already when the Danish came in? Uh, you, you can ask that, sure. Um, the the Danish came in, and that's something we have to uh, step uh, to to see in a broader picture. Um, Denmark and uh, and Norway um, has they have formed kingdoms uh, like the, the Norwegian kingdom and uh, the Danish kingdom um, quite early, and the Norwegian king actually ruled over Iceland. So there was an ongoing civil war in Iceland and that ended with Iceland giving up its independence and just becoming part of uh, the Norwegian kingdom. No uh, Norway, however, lost its independency to Denmark when, uh, uh, when the Norwegian king actually died and the Danish king claimed the, the same uh, throne, um, the, the throne of Norway. So they became the um, they become became a, a union, and that union led to the fact that the overseas territories like um, Iceland and the Faroe Islands, but also Greenland, which was settled by Norse, just became part of the of that union. And when that union split apart, they surprisingly stayed with Denmark. No one knows why. But they stayed in the Danish kingdom. So it's the, it's, it was their, it was their decision to stay with the, with Denmark. No, that wasn't really their decision. That was the decision of the king mm, to okay. keep them in uh, Denmark. And um, by that time, that was um, pretty much the time where the um, North settlements in Greenland already disappeared. That's the funny part. So the the, the, the North settlement in Greenland didn't last that long. They just disappeared, but no one knew that in Denmark. So they assumed that this is still Danish territory. And even though uh, the settlements of the Inuit cultures have spread much further over the country than the North ever have, still the Danish um, claimed the whole um, island for their kingdom. So it was part of the Danish kingdom and uh, Norway was actually disputing a part of that later in history, especially in the uh, eastern part. They claimed a Norwegian territory in Denmark, uh, in, in, in Greenland. There was a big thing going on there. Um, however, eventually it ended up under Danish crown. And through history, um, Greenland became more and more independent in a way of they have their home rule now. They were they are allowed to decide on their domestic um, issues on their own. 
and basically just foreign policy and defense is uh, still under danish um ministry because i mean uh, we 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 established in an earlier episode that uh that the <clears throat> that the greenlandic uh i think it was when we talked about the school system how that was the, the danish school system was which was not really that well suited for the greenland living conditions so the thing is that the the danish when they uh, colonized or recolonized um uh, Greenland. They sent um, a vicar to to yeah to just make sure that the old Norse didn't went back to their old paganism and just stayed <laughs> with um, Christianity. But surprisingly, didn't found any Norse settlers anymore because they just um, died out or just moved back to to Iceland. <laughs> but then they started um, to um, convert Inuits to, uh, to to Christians. And by that, they started this colonization. And because they figured out that they are spread over so many places, and sometimes it's just 20, 40, 50 people in one place, this is very, very uneconomically to um, have an education system, which you are very proud of in, in, in Western Europe. So they started to implement their own um, way of living in in a place where the lifestyle, the way those people lived and hunted and just uh, gained their knowledge was a completely different one. So the the knowledge, the local knowledge of the of the Inuit, just didn't get valued at all. So they got devalued in their whole life just by implementing a new schooling system, a new education system. Interesting. So where does it go from there? It goes from there. Actually, after the North, um, the, the Norse people just disappeared. Um, Danish colonization started in, and that's basically um, the time we're in right now. That after um, or during the Second World War, when Denmark was occupied by Nazi Germany, uh, America stepped in and um, just went in as a protector for for Greenland. Of course, also out of a strategic <laughs> uh, thinking, because it's so close and so uh, strategically well situated um when it comes to a soviet union back in the day but also russia today um that they actually started building um yeah military bases all around greenland and um over the years they actually abandoned most of those places and you still nowadays you still can see the remains of it because they didn't just chip out everything they shipped in so they just left it they just left it rotten down there isn't there this, a lot of isn't there this one military base that uh, was under the ice and uh, uh, with lots of tunnels and things and that that's now thawing and becoming visible it's not only thawing it's also moving it's moving closer to the coast um but still they think it will be under the ice and not visible to the public uh -huh. uh, until i think uh, end of this century but yeah, this um, this was a project in the six uh, in the sixties that was uh, in Thule up in the northwest, and they actually resettled an entire village um, because of that airbase, because of that uh, military base. Hmm. Yeah, and that was something that's um, not very well received up there. So there were a lot of resettlements during the colonization time, and also later when after the Second World War, the Danes um, just restored their power it was um something that's 
when you talk to Inuit people in Greenland, it's a, a very, very sad story. So um, sometimes you have to be careful to make yourself visible as a Dane traveling to Greenland because it's not very highly respected there. But um, oh, so, that's so, just so one. You, you mean Danes have to have to pretend they're not Danish? I wouldn't go that far, but um, there, there is um, there's a lot of things that happened in in history that um, led to the fact that um, a lot of Inuit nowadays feel lost in time. Mm -hmm. They they don't have well in in Inuit lifestyle, you don't have really the kind of um, of the th you don't have the thinking of um, past, present, and future. You don't plan for the future because You don't know what the future will hold, mm -hmm. so you just live in the present day. Um, the whole system of uh, Western cultures is based on future. So you prepare for the future, you learn for the future, you just do a lot for the future, not for today. You're not living in today, you're living in the future. And uh, you put up savings for the, for bad times in the future and so on. And that, that never happened in, in, in the Inuit culture because the Inuit culture was just dependent on weather, on wildlife, what's just happening today. You can't predict what it is tomorrow. And that um, made those Inuit culture very lost. It makes um, it incompatible with, with ours in some respect, with the Western cultures. I wouldn't say incompatible, but you have to respect that, and that wasn't happening. So we just the, the Danes just try to um, to iron it over with their own concept of of living, with their own culture, and that just clashed entirely. Mm -hmm. And you still have a lot of those small settlements, especially in the southeast and the east of of uh, Greenland, where you have very long ways to. Uh, the capital of Nuuk um, to to Canada uh, to to Denmark, um, where you still have those um, old patterns where people are still hunters, even though they are just ripped off their um, way to earn money. Because as we introduced that episode, seal hunting isn't a thing to earn money nowadays anymore. So you see, a lot of those peoples are just um, yeah, they're just pulled out of the lifestyle they. Um, they lived for for centuries, and they can't and just go do something else because there is nothing else to do in most places. Exactly, yeah. there are no other jobs. So the the kind of education they get on on the schooling system mm -hmm. it doesn't help them. But then on the other hand, the local knowledge doesn't help them either because they can't live from that anymore at all. So they are really lost between cultures, and they are really lost in the world mm -hmm. right now. I have another question regarding the colonial colonialization. Um, we established that a lot of that came from the the European northern countries, Norway and Denmark. Um, but just on the looking on the map, Greenland is closer to Canada. So, how much happened uh, in terms of colonialization from Canada? Well, you have to to think how how Canada and Northern America in general has been colonized. So, you have the First Nations, the um, Uh, yeah, the Native Americans, uh, which were not that much of, um, they were they weren't a union, they weren't an, uh, a nation. So when 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 Europe already got organized in countries and nations, that didn't really happen in uh, in Northern America. So the the settlers coming from uh, from from the British Isles, which then settled in uh, in America to establish 
um, the United States and later Canada and so on. That just happened much later. In that time, Greenland was already recolonized um, by, Denim uh, by Denmark. So, so what you're saying is uh, in, in North America, there were, wasn't, wasn't anyone interested in or organized enough to, to colonize Greenland? No, you also have to see what's closest to uh, to Greenland, and that's Baffin Island, that Ellesmere Island, that's basically Nunavut territory, yeah. which is Inuit territory. So um, Inuits were living there already. So it's mm, it's okay. the same culture which also settled in in, in Greenland, with a uh, with a difference that um, what happened during the colonization of of, uh, of Greenland by Denmark just happened a little later right. to them um, with the the western influence as well so so they were they they were not colonizing it in in the sense of the world they were just moving over there whereas later you yeah, know Inuit, Inuit people are uh, a nomadic culture yes, so and it's there moving. and it's their space pretty much so exactly. later on the europeans did what they did to a lot of the world is just uh, come in there and take over plant a flag and it, say it's ours exactly, now yes yeah yeah and then they also moved um, or just changed nomadic people into uh, right. permanent settlers, into per uh, just just staying somewhere permanently, and that was against the the behavior of Inuit, the culture of Inuit, mm. just moving with the food, just moving with uh, with nature. Okay, and that's not happening anymore. So even even though this is already a very long episode, uh, just one last question. And um, that is, um, while we have established the history, do we have any outlook in uh, where where Greenland is going? Well, there, there's a big independence movement um, right now, and the climate change play, uh, plays a huge role in that. Because um, with the retreating ice, with retreating sea ice, um, with melting permafrost, um, there are a lot of possibilities when it comes to minerals, to um, yeah, natural resources like oil and gas, uh, rare earths, sand, um, and so on, that um, is hoped for in Greenland to make a new uh, independent Greenland possible. But then on the other hand, when you look at the yearly budget, um, which Greenland, the Greenland government um, is using, half of that budget still comes from Denmark. So half of a national budget coming from your colonial power that shows that you need to increase your own income so tremendously that um, a proper independence is not nothing that will happen overnight. So it needs a lot of time to pass, a lot of development in uh, economical perspectives. But also... You have to be careful that you don't sell the sell off the country of your ancestors um, just for the sake of being independent, because they um, Greenlandic people already have quite a big independency um, internally at least. So when when you see that Denmark basically is just covering uh, foreign policy and um, and defense, then the the government in in, in Greenland already has a, a big part which they can shape uh, their society but but of course they're still are dependent so denmark will have um still um, a say in in how things are shaped so they basically can't just kick out the um western way of uh, of education and just in install um something new there without denmark accepting that so there, there definitely is um still influence but 
for the time being, I think um, Greenland just needs to develop uh, a future, an own future. They need to figure out how to make a living without being um, financially dependent. And we have things going on. So they are looking for um, foreign investors like China, like the US, like Denmark to um, build infrastructure, to work on, um, on, on mining. But on the other hand, they just have to take care that they're not selling out their country and their culture. And uh, yeah, just work on that. And that's a perfect sentence to end this episode on. Um, thank you so much for letting us participate in the knowledge. This is, yeah, I, I learned something new every time we talk about these things and then I forget again and then you tell me again. <laughs> no, thank you so <laughs> much. Thank you so much. Um, anyone out there, if you want to discuss, if you want to fill in your um, part of the story, let us know. Maybe you are in Greenland and you have something to add here. That would be just amazing. Um, to get a local perspective for all these things and uh, you know how to find us go to curiouslypolar.com there's ways to contact us or if you're on Twitter send us a tweet and our username there is curiouslypolar we'll be back in a week from now till then take care everyone take care everyone